0: When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Caldwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible.
1: Today's message, The Water of Life. And now here is Bishop Caldwell.
0: Turn with me in your Bible to the gospel according to John. John's gospel, chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. John's gospel, chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. The Bible says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, jesus stood and cried out saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink he that believeth on me as the scripture had said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water but this spoke he of the spirit Whom they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Amen. I want to talk to you this morning. As simple as it may seem, I want to talk to you about the water of life. You know, here as of late. There's been a lot of trouble with the water in the city. People have gone all over town to get cases of water because they were thirsty and a lot of people had no water in their house so they had to get some snow and put it in the toilet. it has been a problem with the water. And it's amazing when you look and think about the extent that a lot of people went through in the past several weeks just to get some water man needs water in order to live in order to give water to your animals to water your plants to take your bath to shower and to give Water to others. People need water. Now I know a lot of us would rather not drink straight up water. We'd rather have a Sprite or Coke. But you have to be careful that your kidney does not rebel against you. The water of life. I remember years ago. A little after the Lord had brought me and my family here to Greenwood Acres. Mary and I had gone to a funeral. I don't even remember the funeral, whose funeral it was. I'm just thankful that it was not ours. And on the way back, we were coming down the Greenwood Road. And Mary says to me, I'm, I'm thirsty. And I said, okay. So we pulled over to Mickey D's right there on Greenwood Road in Jewelah and got a Coke. She wanted a Coke. Or some drink. But anyway we got it. And she began to drink it. And we were on our way. To the house. And she said. I'm thirsty. After having. Had that drink. And it was revealed to me. That what she was thirsty for. Could not be found at McDonald's. Could not be. Garnered up. At Popeye's. It was the Holy Spirit that she was talking about. And when it dawned on me that that's what was going on, when we got to the house, went into the bedroom, got down on our knees, and I laid hands on Mary for her to receive the Holy Spirit. Mary began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave her utterance. That was the water she was thirsting for. That was what... Her soul was desiring, and she spake with tongues on that Saturday after that funeral. Well, when we came to church on that Sunday morning, Greenwood Acres, we were in that frame building across the way. That's no longer here. That's when the Holy Ghost was introduced with power into Greenwood Acres. At that time, church service was starting at 8 o'clock. We had no Sunday school. We went all the way through until about 1 o'clock that afternoon. And people were filled with the Holy Ghost in the middle of Greenwood Acres, a Baptist church. They began to speak with other tongues, and some of them, after I laid hands on each of them, And I just simply said, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And some of them were not filled standing there in front of me because I knew that God had told me to do this because Mary had gotten filled with the Holy Ghost that Saturday. So I I knew that it was alive. And I had already been filled with the Holy Ghost back in the latter part of the 70s when Charles and Francis Hunter came to Shreveport. And I went down on the riverfront. And in that meeting, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. And so, when Mary got filled that Saturday, the Lord said, take it to Greenwood Acres that Sunday. And on that Sunday, the Holy Ghost fell up in here as I laid my hands on people. And I I admit, the first couple of people, two or three, four or five that I laid hands on, nobody spoke with tongues. Well, right now, I'm sweating. (laughs) How many of y'all ever sweated, wondering whether or not God was going to do what he said? I started sweating, and all of a sudden, some people that I, that I had laid hands on, now people were wrapped all the way around the wall in the sanctuary, and then over into the overflow in Browns Hall, and some folk that I laid hands on that had gone back to their seat had begun to speak with tongues falling out on the floor, rolling all up on the benches. I said, I got this thing now. <laughs> Boy, was I happy. I said, Next! Man, and God was filling folk with the Holy Ghost and the choir members that had come down out of the choir stand. And, 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 and there wasn't a, enough room, seemingly, in that place. They were all out in the yard, rolling in their choir robes, speaking with other tongues. It was a glorious day. And the text scripture that God gave me was the one I just read to you. John 7, 37. Take a look at it again. In the last day, that great day of the feast. Now this was the feast of tabernacles. One of the seven feasts that Israel had as a nation. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If any man thirst, let him go to the liquor store. He didn't say that. He didn't say go and find McDonald's and get you something to drink. If you're thirsty for real, it's a hard matter. You can drink all the Coke and all the Sprite. It will never quench that thirst. Only Jesus can quench the thirst that man has in his heart. Now Mary was born again, just like some of you. But the question is, have you ever been filled with the Holy Ghost and do you speak with other tongues? And we're going to take a deeper look at that in just a moment. Because we're talking about the water of life. You drink an 8 ounce or 16 ounce bottle of water, that's it. Then you have to find a place to release it. Then that water goes on and on and on and you drink some more the next day and you thirst for some more water. That's okay because that's what your physical body needs. But what about your spirit man? Your spirit man needs this water that springs up unto everlasting life. And that's the water I'm talking about. Jesus is the water of life. That every man needs. No you don't have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. To go to heaven. But you will have to be sealed. With the Holy Ghost. By being born again. By accepting Jesus. So on that last day of the feast. Jesus was standing there. And they during those feasts. Had released that water. And no doubt there was water. All up around people's ankles. And Jesus stood. In the last day of the feast. And this is what he said. John 7.37. He said. If any man thirsts. Let him come unto me and drink. Are you thirsty? Have you been filled with the Holy Ghost since you believed? If any man. That includes woman thirst, Let him come unto me and drink. Verse 38. He that believeth on me. As the scripture had said. What does the scripture say? The scripture says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The scripture says that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. That's what Peter said. You're the Christ. You're the Christos. You're the Messiah. You're the Son of the Living God. We must believe on Jesus as the Scripture had said. And in these last and evil days, people are doing everything but believe in the Scriptures. You can read the Quran, you can read the Almanac, you can read whatever you want to read. But Jesus is the true, trusted, living Word of God. So a man must believe on Jesus as the Scripture had said, who is he? He's the savior of the world, who is he? He's the Lord and master who is he? he's the way, the truth and the life, who is he? he's the resurrection, who is he? he's the water of life. If any man believe on me as the scripture had said, now watch this: out of his belly, out of his spirit shall flow rivers of living water. now there's a distinct difference between a river And a whale the Colorado River because of the currency and the power that's in the currents in that river when that power is harnessed in that river it can light up a city Jesus said out of your belly if you a believer shall flow rivers of living water Therein lies the problem. The first thing I want to talk to you about, those of you that are filled with the Holy Ghost, how many of you have spent sleepless nights worried about the water of the world? When is the last time you spoke with tongues? When is the last time you have allowed that water to flow? Because that is the only true in living water. The water in Cross Lake, whether we realize it or not, every day, every second of every day, is constantly evaporating. The water on this earth it evaporates it goes back into the heavens and that's where your clouds are formed then the lord will send the wind and move the clouds to bring the rain upon the crops it's playing now but what about your water a lot of you have been stressed out because your water has been turned out you had pipes to burst in your house and your house are flooded i remember when the north location up there was flooded we were up there for Bible study on one Wednesday and we left and came back that Sunday and water was all over the place standing almost a foot deep on the whole bottom floor of the north location. Water can be destructive if it's turned loose in the wrong place. But water can be constructive like the Colorado River. If that power is harnessed. out of your belly shall flow rivers of living Water. Jesus is saying the water we are standing in right now is not the water you need. The water that's flowing in this feast is not the water you need. I am the water you need. And if any man drink of this water. He shall never thirst again. His spirit will never come up lacking. If you drink of this water. You will never thirst Again, it's something wrong with people that claim that they have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but they're all over the place. Black Hebrew Israelites, Seventh-day Adventists, Roman Catholics, everywhere looking for something else. Jesus satisfies. I say Jesus satisfies. Jesus asked his disciples one day, will you also go away? They said, Lord, where can we go? You have the words of eternal life. And that question still remains in 2020. Where are you going to go if you leave Jesus? Nobody can quench your thirst like he can. Nobody can love you like he can. Nobody can forgive your sins like he can. Nobody can keep you like he can. Nobody can watch you go to sleep and wake you up early in the morning like he can. Ain't nobody equal to Jesus. The Lord said you're thirsty, I'm the drink you need. And if you drink of this water, your spirit man will never thirst again. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water if you believe on him. And this spake he concerning the Holy Ghost that those that believe on him should receive. So the question to you today as a believer, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Now I know in the Baptist church, and I've, I've, I've been here, I've been there, and I've been here. And I know what some of our ministers have told us down through the years. That speaking in tongues is of the devil. And there's no second work of grace, they say. We're not talking about a, a second work of grace, we're talking about a continual work. Jesus said, I'm getting ready to go back to heaven. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to send the Holy Ghost down. And he will empower you. See we need power in a world like this. Amen. You shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost. is come upon you. Yes. That power that's in the Colorado River. Is water power. And it's the washing of water by the word. That we need Jesus said. Through the word that I have spoken unto you. You shall be cleaned by it. It's the washing of water by the word that cleanses us from our sins. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us. That's the washing of water by the word. So we we must understand that even in those days, the priest, in order for them to go in, and especially the great high priest, to go in into the tabernacle on that day of atonement, As he went into that place, he carried with him the blood of animals. And he sprinkled that blood upon the altar. We see, we don't do that anymore. Because there is a fountain, a living fountain, and it's filled with blood. And it's drawn from Emmanuel's veins. Emmanuel is God with us. And sinners plunge beneath that flood and lose all their guilt and stain. That's why we must not allow the devil to cause us to feel condemned after we have confessed our sins. You don't have to feel forgiven, just know you're forgiven. Can I get a witness in here? So the Lord is saying that those that believe on him should receive the Holy Ghost. Because at that time when Jesus said, according to verse 39, the Holy Ghost had not yet been given, but he came in power and demonstration on the day of Pentecost. Now Now the Holy Ghost has always been around. The Spirit of God moved upon... The deep and the face of the waters back in Genesis. The Holy Ghost has always been around. But today he is in a different office. He's in a different place. He seals us with himself. He tells us about Jesus. He points us to the Christ of the cross at Calvary. The Holy Ghost is our teacher and our guide. The Holy Ghost will show us things to come. You talk about back to the future. Hallelujah. So, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Now, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And those of you that have been filled with the Holy Ghost, every day you need to speak with other tongues, because he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. You build yourself up from the inside out. So you wonder why you're so weak and your mind scrambles like an egg? Is because you're not using the power that God gave you. Quit trying to figure life out and begin to live life out. Now, this water encompasses the whole Bible. And I thought about how I came into the world and how you came. Before your mama's water broke, you were in a bag of water. Dig it? You were conceived and put in a water bag in her womb and you were fed by an umbilical cord that brought nourishment into that bag. You were in water and had no need to breathe oxygen because the umbilical cord brought everything to you that you needed while you were in the womb. And that's the conversation that Jesus Christ had with Nicodemus. And Nicodemus wanted to know how can these things be when Jesus told him you must be born again. Can a man enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, man, you don't have a clue what I'm trying to tell you. In order for you to enter into the kingdom of God, you must be born again. Born again of the spirit. Born again of the word. And that's still prevalent today. And that's still what the Lord is saying today. Except a man be born of the water. And of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Neither can he see the kingdom of God. So the birth from your mother. Was not good enough. You must be born. Again. How does that happen? Lord. Come into my heart. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ. That's how you get born again. That's how you get sealed with the Holy Spirit. Now you need to ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit. It's not a second work of grace. It's to empower you so that Christ can live his life out through us in this world. It takes power to do that. I know you feel sometimes down and out. I know sometimes you feel like nobody loves you and nobody understands you. That's a lie from the enemy. Jesus loves me and this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak. All broke down. But he is strong. (laughs) John chapter 4. There was a woman there. That Jesus met. At the well. At Jacob's well. In John's gospel chapter 4. If you would take a look. At verse 6. At verse 13 through 15. Those verses. Jesus answered. And said unto the woman. Whosoever drinketh. Of this water. Shall thirst again. Huh? shall thirst again but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life the woman saith unto him sir give me this water That I thirst not. Neither come here to draw. I'm tired of coming to this well. And that woman was a woman that had a scarlet colored life. She didn't come when the other people in the city came to get water. She came somewhere around about six in the evening. And that's where Jesus met her. Now you have to watch the Lord. It was about six in the evening when she came to get that water. And in the Jewish thing, days, and when God first created everything that is made, the evening and the morning, hello, was the first day. The evening and the morning, the second day, and on until seven days. So that woman had no idea that she would meet Jesus at that well. Now the well speaks of personal salvation. See, and, and just like what we just come through as a city, may I use this euphemism just for a moment, please? You don't miss your water until your well runs dry. Ring, ring, ring. Good. You got in the water over there? Can I come by and pick up?
1: Today's message, The Water of Life, FC3021, FC3021, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119.
0: Now the question is Will I do as will as see? There is power, power, wonder-working power In the blood of Jesus The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary Is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chief of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. i the trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy and girl. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the questions are... Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible and then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible 7480 Greenwood Road Shreveport Louisiana 71119 That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road Shreveport Louisiana 71119 We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible